Hey, this is Steve Campbell from the C3 Church. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Our prayer for you is that you'll be blessed, equipped, and enabled as you listen to this message. God bless you. It's my pleasure to welcome our guest speaker today. Um, We love this guy. He's part of the family. But I want to read a scripture to you that I believe is something that's descriptive of our guest. Because this is what it says in Ephesians. It says, to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. It says this, when he ascended on high, speaking of Jesus, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. God's a giver. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? And he who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So he came from heaven, he came to earth, he he, he was the one who descended, and now he's ascended again, and he's given gifts. And these gifts are these. So Christ himself gave these gifts. There are other gifts, but these are some of them. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers, people to the church to equip us for works of service. God has given gifts to the church. And in Mark Ritchie, our guest speaker this morning, he's a gift to the church. And I honestly believe as an evangelist, he will help to equip us, what I just read. He'll help to build up our faith. There'll be something, no pressure, Mark, but there'll be something of anointing and gift that he brings that helps us to be unified in our vision and purpose. That's why we need these gifts. So we don't just bring in guest speakers because we like them, though we do like Mark. We bring them in because we think they're gifts to the church, the wider church, that can help us to be all we're meant to be. Amen? So if we receive with faith, Mark, in that way, we'll receive the reward of growth, of unity, of revelation and of understanding and we'll be better people as a consequence so whether you're online whether you're watching from one of the other locations would you put your hands together and let's welcome our speaker this morning mark ritchie wow super thank you well um great to be here absolutely brilliant love coming here and just want to say hi to everyone that's watching from Bury St. Edmunds. Hi from everyone watching Colchester. Everyone that's watching from prison. Hi. Those that are in the room. Hi. Just want to say hi. And um, I'm so excited because I feel like God has put a real word in my heart for this morning. And uh, I really just want to urge you that you be open for that and that you would be kind of absolutely ready for what God has got to say for you. Um, I want to pray for you. And at the end of the service, I want to pray. And I want to pray that God imparts something to you. Whether you're in the room or you're watching online, the thing that God has really burnt in my soul is that I am so aware that there's some brilliant people listening to this. That there are people in this room and watching online that are excellent, big jobs, responsibilities, big heavy things going on, challenging weeks ahead. And I feel like God has asked me to come and pray for you. And I would love to do that. 
And we're going to look in a minute from Ephesians about when Paul prayed for the Ephesians. Um, I was on a train and I was chatting to this guy. And this guy had got a lot of issues and a lot of challenges and he was really going through it. And in this busy train, I just said to him very casually, is it okay if I pray for you? And when, he, when I said that, he immediately fell on his knees and put his arms open wide and says, please pray. And I was like, whoa, suddenly it took it up a few notches, yeah? I mean, I was just going to do a little casual prayer, but now I had to get my Pentecostal going on, yeah? And then it's like, wow. And you know, I want to pray for you today now. You don't need to fall on your knees and put your arms open, but we do need to open up to what God wants to do with us today. And I was chatting to a, a, a pastor friend, and we were like just talking about different crazy things that happen in church. There's a lot of crazy things. And he told me this brilliant story. He said that he was preaching. He says like when he preaches, he gets very sweaty when he's preaching. I was like, okay, don't know if I needed to know that. And then he said he called people forward, and about six people came to the front. And the first guy that came to the front, he fell on his knees, and he was on his knees. So the preacher guy gets off the stage, and all these people are falling on their knees. And when the first guy, he puts his hand on his head, and he's praying this mighty prayer. And as he raised his head up to pray for the next one, the guy's wig came off in his hand. And then he's got a wig on his hand. And he obviously, what do you do then? Do you try and get rid of it? Or do you just bless the other people with a little bit of wiggage? Yeah. So it was like absolutely fantastic. So yeah. So listen, I'm not going to put my hand on anyone's head today. Yeah. Just so that everyone can say amen. I want to look at Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 14. And this is what the Bible says in Ephesians 3, 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. See, Paul, he's praying for the Ephesians. And I have a prayer for you today. I know that there are people here, you've got big responsibilities, challenging weeks ahead. Maybe there's headmasters listening to this. Maybe there's headmistresses listening to this. Maybe there's teachers, maybe there's people that have got big business decisions to make this week. And you know, we can sometimes feel incredibly overwhelmed. 
When we break bread this morning, you're thinking about your week ahead and you can start to feel hugely challenged with the things that are going on. But my prayer, just as, as, as Paul prayed, that I pray that you may be open to his flow of supernatural strength. That God may strengthen you on the inside. That you may be energized to face all the challenges that this week would be bring to you. That the power of God would fill you up for what you need to do this week. Wow, I got excited in my room earlier when I was thinking about people that have got family challenges and that maybe in the name of Jesus, you would be filled with the power of God and you would be able to approach this week as a victorious woman and man of God. Amen. It's like, wow, an inner strength that comes from God. It's wow. It's like, you start to think about the choices and decisions and the different things that are going on and you begin to feel tired. You begin to feel like, man, my week is taxing. I've got a lot going on. And wow, we're saying to you today that God can absolutely meet you and fill you up with power on the inside. That, that you, can, you can approach some of those challenges in a new and fresh way. You see, I need you to understand that there is no obstacle or enemy in our lives today that we cannot overcome in Christ. Amen. Absolutely no obstacle or enemy of your soul that cannot be overcome by you receiving the power of Jesus and overcoming that in the name of the Lord. I know that I've had a few challenges and I've had to cry out to God and I've had to say, God, and I'm going to be honest with you, I've asked God to take the challenge away. I've asked God and said, change my circumstances. And God did not change my circumstances. But what God did was he gave me the power to come through the circumstances, inner strength, to help me to come through in the name of Jesus. A little while ago, um, I had two friends, Nigel and Mike and myself, we decided to do the three peaks. That's like the three highest mountains in Great Britain. We started with the Scottish one, then we did the English one, and then we finished at Snowdonia and the Welsh one. And we decided to do it in 24 hours. And they tell you that it's good to have a driver. Get a driver who's not climbing, who'll drive you to each mountain. But we were idiots and we decided to drive ourselves. And I would not recommend that. And then um, we did the Scottish one. And I know that all of you would agree with this, that everything about Scotland is beautiful and holy. So I climbed that mountain. I had an anointing for it. It felt so easy. It was beautiful. I got to the top of the mountain. It was glorious. And then I realized, oh, no, now I've got to go to England. And, uh, <laughs> and we got in the car and we got, we got to the English one. And like the, 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 the timing of the English one is that you're actually going up the mountain. It's 3.30 a.m., quarter to 4, 4 a.m. You're climbing this mountain. And it was really tough. 
And I really hit a low point. A real low point, it seems so far away, the peak of this English mountain, and I was absolutely desperate. And I was really struggling. And, ah, oh, man, it was hard. Grueling. And we decided to have a little energy stop, and we had some food. And um, I don't know if you've ever kind of done one of those adventures, but when you eat food, when you're in that kind of set, you're just like absolutely <sighs> absolutely throw it away and we're like absolutely killed this and suddenly a few minutes later after having this food we had a new strength now the mountaintop was still the same challenging mountaintop it had not changed the challenge in front of us was still as difficult as it would ever be but now we had a new perspective and a new inner energy, and a new inner strength. You see, what I want to say to you today, friend, is that maybe you've got a challenge coming up. Maybe you've got something going on, and you're like looking at it, and you're thinking, oh man, God, please take that away. Take that away. And wouldn't it be amazing if this Scottish guy could come and I'd got like some big glorious God magic wand that made all of our weeks easy this week. Imagine if I said to you like, oh, God's given me the kind of anointing of magic wand. Stand up and you're going to have an easy week this week. Most of us would stand for that, wouldn't we? We'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll have some of that. I'll have some of that. But you see, this is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I don't feel like God's going to kind of magic wand your circumstances away. What I believe that God is going to give you an energy and a strength and a power so that you can reach that mountaintop, that you can actually get through those circumstances. You can get past that difficult conversation. You can get through that family tricky moment and you can come through victorious in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, wow, a new inner energy, a new inner strength that comes from God. You see, the thing is, there's a lot of capable people in this room. A lot of capable people. You can do a lot of stuff on your own. You are a responsible, strong man, a responsible, strong woman. You could do a lot of things in your own strength. But what we're talking about here, Paul is talking about being absolutely open to the flow of the supernatural strength of God that is bigger and beyond any of your capabilities. And I, for one, I want that. Amen. I know what I can do in my own strength. I know what I can do in my own energy. But I'm here today saying, I want to be open to his flow of supernatural strength. The second thing here is that I, I want to say, I pray that you be open to his superlative love. Open to his superlative love. It's like, wow, so wide, so deep. So high is the love of Christ. It's like, wow, that we would be open to his beautiful, beautiful, sweet love. Um, my parents were ministers up in a place called Fraserborough. 
north of Aberdeen. And we used to go and visit them. We used to call it Freezerborough, yeah? Because it's absolutely freezing all the time. And um, up there, there is some of the most beautiful beaches. And there's these incredible, white, gorgeous beaches. And of course, there's no rubbish or anything on them because no one ever goes to them because it's too cold to ever like sit on them. And you never go in the sea because you'll never come out of the sea because it is just so freezing. But these wonderful, glorious beaches, and there's one really close to where my dad lived and it was absolutely stunning. Well, some joy riders had, had gone out and got a hold of a car and screamed it round the neighborhood and then driven it onto the beach and set it on fire. And it was a horrendous eyesore, this wreckage on this beach. This beautiful, clean, lovely, glorious white beach with this horrendous wreckage on it, this eyesore. And this is absolutely true, is that one time we were up there and there was a huge storm. And this is incredible. But the waves had been so big and so powerful that they had come on this beach and they'd actually picked the wreckage of the car up and taken it out to sea. That completely wiped the beach completely clean. There was no even scar on the beach. There was no even kind of any sign to say that there had been this eyesore there ever. It was completely wiped, completely clean. And friend, I'm here to say to you today that all of us have got wreckage in our life. We've all got stuff on our soul. Well, you're sitting here today and we're loving being in church most of us can absolutely be honest and say, I've got brokenness in my life. I've got wreckage. I've got stuff that I'm embarrassed about. Maybe someone's watching online or in the room today and you're absolutely sitting and you're ashamed of the stuff that you've done. You feel guilty about the wrong that you've messed up. But wow, just as I talked about the powerful wave in the sea, I'm now talking to you about the powerful wave of forgiveness. Because God's love is so big, so strong, so incredible, that it can come and wash over our soul, and it can wipe us completely clean. Hallelujah. All wreckage, all brokenness, Everything that's ugly on our soul can be wiped completely clean. And I really felt to say to somebody today that, you know, somebody has been through maybe a, a difficult and a horrendous, horrible situation. And as I was praying early, maybe even something, something that wasn't your fault, but it feels like it's a scar on your soul. And I've, you've asked God and you feel, I want to say that I've got faith to believe at the end of the service that the wave of forgiveness is not only going to take the wreckage away, but it's going to take away any sign, any leftovers, any kind of scar on your soul will be wiped completely clean because that is how deep and how wide and how great God's love is that it can wash us 
completely clean. The powerful wave of Christ's forgiveness. Somebody today was holding that bread and wine in their fingers and they felt like, oh man, if people here knew, if people knew what I've done, if people knew what I've thought. Maybe somebody in the rooms had a horrendous thought. Maybe somebody's watching today and you've, you've kind of indulged in stuff that you wished you'd never ever thought, but you have thought it and you feel shame and you feel guilt. But I'm talking to you today that the beautiful, powerful love of God can wipe us completely clean, that we can absolutely know just like that beautiful beach, it was washed completely clear and it was absolutely great. So not only is it us being open to his flow of supernatural strength, not only is it us being open to his superlative love, but thirdly, that we would be open to his supreme power, open to God's supreme power. Oh, I love what Paul says. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power of work within us, to him be glory in the church in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, friend, I want you to know today that I still believe that God answers prayer and that God can do miraculous and powerful things. Amen. You see, I know we've got to have talks and chats about God doesn't always heal. And, and I know that we've got to try and make sure our theology is aligned with sometimes God doesn't answer prayer and and I get all that and I understand that. But I, I want to just remind us, church, I want to speak to your soul that, 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 that Paul tells these guys to be open to the supreme power of God, that God still answers prayers. That when we come before God, we need to know who we are asking of, who we are dealing with. God is awesome. God is majestic. God is glorious. And when we come before God and ask him, he is listening and he wants to give. See, um, in my late 20s, I was a young evangelist. I got linked with a church in America and they asked me to go out and spend a week with them and I got the chance to preach in the church and it was amazing. And it was this huge American church and I was just a young guy and wow, it was quite overwhelming. And, and they said, Mark, one of the things we'd love you to do is on Wednesday, we would like you to meet the mission board. And uh, we would like you to come with maybe a request that, that would help your ministry back in the UK. And so sure enough, I'm outside the office on that Wednesday and I'm, I'm striding up and down and I'm like, do you know what? I, I'm going to go for it. I am going to go. I'm going to ask. I mean, I'm going to ask. And I, I remember I'd got this little project that I was doing and I needed about 250 pounds. And I'm like, I'm going to ask for that 250 pounds. I don't even care. I'm, I'm not going to even apologize for that. I'm going to say, listen, I need 250 pounds and you guys can pay that and that'll be great. And I got myself like really ferved up and I was all good, 250 quid. And then I was like kind of pacing around up there 
and an old gentleman was just going past one of the old missionaries who'd been connected with this church and he says oh you're just about to go in I said yeah he goes um, do you mind me asking what are you going to ask for and I says well do you know what I'm going to I am I'm going for it I says I'm, I'm going to ask them for 250 pound and this old gentleman just looked at me he says 250 pounds he says yeah he goes Mark do you know who you're dealing with this is one of the biggest churches in this area. This is a huge, resourceful church. It says, you go in there and ask them for 250 pounds, guess what? They will give you 250 pounds. He goes, you need to think bigger. You need to really ask for something. You need to get them to pause and think, do we really want to give this guy this money? He goes, don't just ask for 250 pounds. Come on, man, think bigger. And off he went. So I, oh, so I did, I went in and I prayed about it and I had to think about it and we used to do this camp for these unchurched young people and I just went there and I, I put it forward and I says, I would like this to do this camp for the next five years and we've budgeted it, it'll cost us 10,000 pounds, would, would you give us the 10,000 pounds? And they had a little moment and they came back and said, it would be our privilege to give you 10,000 pounds. And I sat there and thought, why didn't I ask for 20,000 pounds? What is wrong with me? But you know, I want you to know today, you know, we come before God and we're like, we ask for these little small things. God is glorious and holy and powerful. He created the world. And I want us today that we would just come before this awesome God and that we would have big prayers again, that we would ask God for large and awesome things. Amen. There's somebody in the room, you need to ask God for that healing in the name of Jesus. And we need to believe that God will come and in his incredible resource, he will answer your prayer. We need to believe that God will do powerful things. You know, I'm enjoying the fact that we're seeing people come to Jesus this weekend with a C3 family. But I want to put my hand on my heart and say, I want to believe that multitudes will come to faith through this church. I want to believe that we're not just going to see ones and twos, tens and twenties, but we're going to see whole multitudes come to know the Lord in the name of Jesus. And we come before an awesome God. And God does not look at us and think, oh, the cheek of the man, the cheek of the woman that they would ask for that. God's like, would you come with an audacious request? Would you come with a large request? Oh God, I want to come and say, would you anoint us that we would become a people of miracles and power again? Would you anoint us that we would walk the presence of God in our schools and in our communities? Oh, that there would be stories of people finding Jesus, not because they heard a preacher, but they met one of you in their workplace and you led them to God. Oh, that this powerful, holy God, we come before him and we don't ask a small thing, but we're going to ask him for some big things. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, it's within the presence of God. I believe that when I was talking about that wave of forgiveness coming over that soul and wiping it clean, I want to 
I believe that there's some of us today and we know, we know that we've got stuff on our soul. We need it to be washed completely clean. I wonder if we could bow our heads in the presence of God. And as we're in the presence of God, I'm going to ask you today, maybe you're watching online, maybe you're in a prison right now, maybe you are in Colchester or St. Albans, you maybe Barry St. Albans, you're there and you're absolutely just needing to hear this today, that God's love can wash you completely clean. So what I'm going to do is simply this. I'm going to pray a really short prayer. And I'm going to invite that you, you would pray after me. Don't say it out loud. Just pray it in your heart. And then as you pray it, I'm going to then say, Amen. And I'm going to count to three. And I'm going to say, if you prayed that prayer, I ask you to slip up your hand. And the team have got a book that they would love to put in your hand that they would, you can receive that today. This is the prayer. Why don't you pray after me? God, I am sorry for the mess, for the wreckage, for the stuff in my life. Thank you for your wave of forgiveness. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that washes me clean. I receive your forgiveness now in Jesus' name. Amen. Our head stays bowed and eyes are closed. I'm going to count to three. And if you pray that, I want you just to slip up your hand. One, two, three. That's great. Just slip up your hand today. The team will come. That's wonderful, really good. Just make sure that we can see all the hands. That's fantastic, fantastic. Thank you, Lord, for people responding to you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, church, I'm going to be done in one minute. I've not got a lot of time to mess around, but I want to pray an audacious prayer. I want to pray that us as a people will be full of that inner strength. I want to pray that you will go before God and ask for large and audacious things. And I would love to pray that over you today. So if you're comfortable for me to pray that, then wherever you are right now, I'm going to ask you to stand and I'm going to pray. So why don't you stand? And if you're okay and comfortable, I ask you to raise up your hands towards heaven. And I want to pray a prayer over you today, my friend, that God would fill you with his inner power. That friend, God would fill you with his inner strength. That there are people in the room, you have got tough weeks coming ahead. You've got big challenges, but that you would know the strength of God. You would know the anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ. You would know the energy that comes from heaven. The power of the Lord would flow through you in Jesus' name. And God, as our hands are raised to you now, we come before you as a great and awesome God. And we ask that God that you would do huge and powerful and anointing things. That you would make your name famous.
famous in this place, that you would make your name famous in this area, that in the name of Jesus, many would come to faith. Healings would come in the name of the Lord. And the Lord God, we would see you do supernatural and powerful things in the name of the Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Why not share it with your friends and family through social media? If you're not on the regular podcast list, then why don't you subscribe? Thank you especially to those that give. If you want to give to this ministry, you can go to our website, thec3.uk slash giving and get involved. God bless you.